She Can Talk, episode 10, Rebecca. Hi guys, welcome to She Can Talk. Today it was my turn to choose an artist, and I have chosen an illustrator called Rebecca, who runs an independent business called Reconsidered Retro. She's based in Manchester, and she studied costume design at Edinburgh College of Art. Her work is based around retro pop culture, and it's really nostalgic and fun. She says that she thinks sometimes the world is tough, especially for us adults, (laughs) and she finds that being reminded of childhood brings people joy. It's almost like a distraction from real life for a little while. I think that's a really lovely idea. I think she's definitely right. We do need a break sometimes. So, yeah, she's based in Manchester, um, and I found her work through Instagram. Uh, So if you want to check her out, her Instagram is rretro87, um, or her website is reconsideredretro.com. And there's a link to her shop and things on there. Um, But yeah, I found her through Instagram. And she's another artist that, although I've never actually met her, I kind of feel like we're friends. Like, she's really kind of supportive. And she was my first ever Etsy sale. And she was my first Patreon supporter. And she always comments and likes things and shares things for me. And I know, obviously, we're all looking for strangers' approval on the internet. (laughs) Um, otherwise social media wouldn't exist but there's something really nice about having someone who's just kind of I don't know she's just kind of got my back on everything that's it's really, really nice. lovely yeah that's nice so for those of you that haven't seen her work she does really really nice line drawings and uses them to create cards and prints and notebooks and loads of other stuff to create her work she uses a mechanical pencil to sketch out the design and then pro markers to add a wash colour and then a fine liner to outline the design. She says that she finds if she adds the colour last, she gets too nervous and kind of panics about ruining the drawing, so she adds the colour first, and it becomes a much freer process, which is quite a nice way of working. When she was doing her foundation course, she was drawing in a way that was what she assumed an artist should draw like. Lots of kind of sketchy pencil lines. And her tutor said to her, why use ten lines when you can use one? And she really took that on board. She said she spent an entire day at the Museum of Science and Industry drawing everything that she could see but only using single pen lines. And that kind of stuck with her. And she said, although those first drawings were a mess, her advice would be if you find something that suits you, you've got to stick with it. And her drawing's so beautiful now that it was definitely worth sticking with. I, uh, when I looked at her work, I was really drawn to the beautiful sharp lines of her drawings. And then I read that her tutor had told her to limit the lines she, that she did. And I was just so jealous because I fiddle away with drawings and have done all my life. And she's using just one or two lines. Yeah, I know. Same here. I, when I was taught in school, you had to find the shape. So you, you drew over and over and over and over and over until you got it right. Well, I was taught that in my GCSEs and A-levels. And then when I went to uni, my tutors were all like, stop doing that right now. Stop it. <laughs> Find one line and that is it. And they were like, even if your line is wrong, it's better to have one line than... I can't do that. Maybe it's to do with being an illustrator then, because as an artist... Yeah, maybe it is. Because I just don't think you can I do that. the way she'll just use a couple of lines and all of a sudden you've got the feeling and It the is amazing. I think the only way I could do that would be to draw very lightly and then yeah. go over in pen. Cheat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But what I did like about her work was that you could recognise 
well, the famous ones, you could recognise them straight away, couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. You're like, how has she done that with just a line? Yeah. Oh, one of my favourites is uh, a beautiful sketch on Instagram of her dog, uh, Loki. It's got a strong, clear outline and the fur is represented with marks and it's just absolutely adorable. You, you just want to tittle the dog. You just, <laughs> it's just gorgeous. I love that. Yeah, she does a lot of um, like pet portraits for people, which is really nice because I assume like, she's never met the dog, but you can get a real feel of the animal in her drawing. Yeah, I thought that about the one of her pet. Straight away I thought, oh, I just want to cuddle that dog and scratch its tummy. <laughs> I like her retro work too. She's got in her description of her drawing of Imhotep as ter terrifying and sexy. And she's got it in one. She really has. <laughs> because you can feel the powerfulness of his body, how powerful it is, which is quite sexy. Yeah. But those eyes, they're really cruel. Mom. They give you the shivers. I'm blushing. <laughs> it's true, it's true. If you look at that drawing of him, you can tell. She's captured it. Yes, and obviously because I've watched the movie, he was very sexy looking and powerful. Uh, and she's got, she's really captured him well. Just with those few lines, you can see the power in his body. But she's got his eyes. Those eyes are so cruel. And she's caught that as well. So that whole image gives you the shivers. Yeah. Even though you, you're kind of drawn to him because of his sexiness, you're also terrified by him. Don't say sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she also enjoys painting, but she says she finds it hard to find the time to kind of get all the paints out, all the canvases out, so she doesn't paint very often. Um, but most of all, she loves drawing technical and detailed drawings using a pen, which... You can see that's what she enjoys doing. She says that she bought an iPad specifically to draw with, but can't make herself like it. And she finds it much harder and less enjoyable. Um, so that's been demoted to Netflix and Zoom. <laughs> but yeah, Rebecca says she often struggles with motivation. And sometimes she can have like a week where she creates loads of new designs, but then months without drawing anything. And she once didn't draw for like over two years. Which I can relate to quite a lot, especially at the moment. I'm finding it very hard to be motivated. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Are you still doing work? Mm, I'm kind of doing things that I wouldn't normally do. That's exactly the same for me. I've found that instead of actually doing my work, I'm doing things like videos of my work yeah. or video workshops. I've or... been doing quite a lot of knitting. <laughs> Have you been doing work, Mum? I wrote a story. <laughs> <laughs> and I've written a couple of poems. Oh, so very different then? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, well, I did, isn't it? I, I, I did mm. a challenge of florists the other day, and I, they were doing structured bouquets. I didn't have any flowers, so I used paper from an old book, and I did a, a bouquet for them. <laughs> oh, very nice. Like. But, uh, you know, that's the closest thing you can say to yeah. actual work. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of planting. Yes. How you being busy, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. I, th I think I'm. I'm trying to kind of. I'm. I'm procrastinating quite a lot, but I'm still trying to be productive in other ways. Yeah. I'm still trying to create things, but not the things I probably should be doing. <laughs> yeah. Being a freelancer, it's so hard to find motivation sometimes. Mm. You've really got to 
you've got to push yourself to work. Well, I do anyway. I've got to, like, psych myself up to get anything done. <laughs> but when I was doing my degree, I did a couple of art fairs and I had a very small Etsy shop with just, like, a couple of badges and things in. And then when I finished my degree, I got a little bar job. And I kind of just stopped illustrating. I stopped making, stopped doing anything creative. And I think it probably partly was because I got my first job. But I think it was also, like, I was in a bit of a rut. I was in a bit of a finish my degree, what the hell am I going to do now kind of phase. And I didn't start doing it again until about four years later. So I completely get what she means. And even now, some days I feel like... I'll never have a good idea ever again. And then some days I'm like full of them. But yeah, Rebecca said she finds that small daily projects are good for her as a way to get out of that kind of rut. Oh, okay. Which, again, I can relate to. She did um, a 100-day project last year drawing her dogs and another one this year drawing 90s film characters, which she's doing on the mo- at the moment. You can find that on her Instagram. Yeah. And she says that she finds it much easier to get back into creating designs when she's been drawing every day. Mm. And she said, when in doubt, she likes to sit in the sunshine to draw. And she grew up in a really hot country, so the winter months must be especially difficult for her. Um, Which, actually, we've spent quite a lot of time in the garden arting (laughs) when the weather's been nice, haven't we, Mum? Mm -hmm. So Rebecca has got lots and lots of projects in the pipeline, And by pipeline, I mean various notebooks scattered around her house. Um, But yeah, she's working on some commissions. She's doing the 100-day project. Um, She's also got new designs and new products that she's working on and an 80s zine as well. So lots more exciting things to come. And you can find her work for sale if you search Reconsidered Retro on Etsy. She's also stocked in a few shops as well. Um, she, you can find her stuff in the Warren in Stockport, Second Floor in Chester, and a curious collection in Withington. So yeah, I think that's probably everything for Rebecca. But please, please, please do go and check her out because she's one of my absolute favourite illustrators and she is a fabulous human being as well. I enjoyed her work so much, I'm now following her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Are you following me on Instagram, Mum? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. So next time, Mum, it's your turn to choose an artist. Did you say you'll be doing Kirsty Whitlock? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Fab. Okay, tune in next time to hear us discuss the work of textile artist Kirsty Whitlock. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>